0: Hi there, I'm Life Coach Michelle Davis, and you're listening to my podcast, Decide Already. You know, I truly believe that the most important business is the one called your life, and you either create it, or you'll have to experience one by default, and if you're like me, that just won't do. So stick around. I'm going to be sharing all of my best tools and tricks for creating the life of your dreams, one you'll love, and I'm talking every area, fun Love, relationships, health, money, career, every area. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey there. Here we are. It's the last one in the series, all inspired by luck. And by now you probably get the idea, well, maybe because I completely said it, that I don't believe that there is luck because I believe we create our own I do believe in what I said in the last episode, that there is cause and effect. But sometimes you'll hear someone say, well, it was just a lucky guess. Now, if I don't believe in luck, which I said I don't, then I don't believe in lucky guesses either. I don't believe luck has anything to do with it. I believe it's following that inner guidance, your intuition, following those hunches, because you truly know the way just like I said in episode 10, that the heart knows the way. And I taught you how to listen for that intuitive hit and then how to follow it. But before we get to talking about that... One thing that I would love is if you would get really intuitive about who you should invite to our group. We are literally at 499 members. We are just right there of 500. And of course, I want to have more than that. So if you find these episodes valuable, if you've been enjoying the Lux series or any of the past episodes, share them. They don't have to be shared in order. If one just resonates with you, share that and say Why? That would be so helpful for me to get my messages out to more women so that I can help them create the life that they really want to be experiencing, because that's what I love to do. That's where I get a lot of joy and my purpose. So I appreciate all of you who do that, helping me. It's very simple. Just above the messages in the group, you'll see the invite and anyone can invite somebody into the group. And as long as they're a woman, I'll let them in. So thank you for that. Now, let's get back to, was it really just a lucky guess? And I've already said that I don't believe in luck. So what's really going on? Well, if intuition is what's really going on, how do we tune into that? How do we use that more? How do we make that more of how we do life? So that that feeling like we are making guesses and they're turning out lucky happens more often. Well, the first thing that I would really, really recommend is that you meditate. And I hear it all the time. Oh, oh yeah, I've tried that, but it doesn't work for me. I can't do it. And my friends, there is nobody who can't meditate. Everyone can meditate. It might be that the perception of meditation is not accurate. And I hope that I can change that if it is in this episode or give you different ways to do it. It's not always just sitting with your legs crossed, hands on your knees and humming or, you know, oming. It's not only just that. There are so many ways to meditate and it has so many health benefits. Like it lowers blood pressure. It helps you to sleep. It keeps your mind clear and focused. I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to try to develop this practice. And you don't have to do it for an hour a day, although wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) If you can recognize that it's not a chore, it's not something that you have to do, if it can get on the list of things you want to do, that you enjoy doing, that actually nourish you, then yeah, maybe that hour would become something you want to find time for. But until that happens, 20 minutes is amazing every day, even a 5 to 10 minute break would work as well. Some people have a morning routine where they meditate for 20 minutes and then at lunchtime they do a five to ten and then in the evening they do a five to ten just to keep that focus and the effects of the meditating going on all day. So there are so many ways you can do it. I remember on December 7th that on the group page the Decide already group for women page I shared in my mask and meditation Monday vlog how to do the brain heart coherence meditation. So go back and grab that. I will also share that on the website. I have a updated website now where you can go and get the tools. So that will be there. I really enjoy that one because it is very quick under five minutes and it does the trick. And there are other types of meditation that you can do as well. For example, a mindfulness meditation just allows you to sit and observe your thoughts without judging them, taking deep breaths, recognizing the sensation of the breath throughout the body, just trying to stay mindful of what's actually happening in the present moment where you are. And that can be very relaxing. That can go on for however long you want, and it's a great practice of self-recognition, which is so important. I talked about looking at the five senses before, and that's more of a focused meditation where you would kind of run through each of your senses and focus on them. For example, you can focus on your breath, your breathing in and out. You could have some gentle music that you like that's meditative playing and you could focus on what you're hearing that way. You can focus on what your body feels in the clothes touching your body. Maybe how your feet feel on the ground or how you feel in the chair you're sitting in. And whenever your mind wanders from that, from what you're focusing on, you just gently use one of your five senses bring it back. So you would just reconnect to what one of your five senses is doing and you would bring yourself back into the meditation. No judgment, no getting upset that your mind wandered because let me tell you, it's going to wander no matter what. That's what the mind does. It's just you staying in control of it and bringing it back just gently This is where I think some people get confused and think because their mind wanders, they're doing it all wrong. And my friends, that's not the case. The whole point is your mind will wander and you bring it back to the focus. So that one's a very simple one and a very effective one as well, especially in beginner training when you're trying to develop this practice. There's also a type of meditation where there's movement involved. I know people who do yoga that create kind of a meditative flow as they go through them over and over. The sun salutation does that, and it's very, very effective if you're into a yoga practice. You might do something like a labyrinth, which I just did recently. I was touring the St. Joseph Hospital here in Phoenix, Arizona, with the regional program director for the Therapeutic Harp Foundation, that I'm just about to become the executive director for beginning April 1st. I am super excited about this foundation and to be a part of it. And I got to have a tour of one of the facilities that we are in partnership with. And that particular day, they had a labyrinth set up that you could walk and do the meditation that goes with it. Now, it's been a long time since I've done one of those, and I love doing labyrinths. And if you don't know what that is, you might just want to look it up. You'll see pictures of it all over the internet and how people use them. They're amazing. And it got me to thinking, you know, I mean, I I don't always have access to a labyrinth, but I truly love that type of meditation. So I did a little research. I had been thinking, what about using a printed Labyrinth, and then using your finger to move around the labyrinth while you meditated on whatever you were focused on for that. Of course, somebody has already thought about it. I am including the link. I'll put the link on the website. And I think that practice will be so amazing. I am really looking forward to spending some time doing that. You can, of course, do a mantra form of a meditation. And that's the one where you hear people saying, Om or stuff like that, kind of chanting to get themselves into a tuning that brings about deeper levels of awareness within themselves. I enjoy those more when I do them with other people, like in group settings that are led. I really enjoy all of the different chantings, all of the different tones from the other people chanting at the same time. And I find that to be also very effective. Of course, two episodes ago, we talked about visualization, and that is a form of meditation as well. You can spend time visualizing on something that brings you joy or brings you calm and relaxing feelings. You can stare. I know these apps like Calm. So if you don't have the app on your phone called Calm, I encourage you to get that. They have scenes that you can look at, like rain or the ocean or a forest scene or a fireplace scene, and you can just focus on that. Those are kind of cool. I love those visualizations, or you can always bring it into your own mind and focus on things that help you to feel relaxed, at peace, and like I said two episodes ago, you can use that to see yourself taking the action steps necessary to get to what you want and then getting what you want. Another meditation that I think is very important is a body scan where you go from the top of your head all the way down to the tip of your toes and you just recognize what's going on in every part of the body, trying to relax and release all the way down. The reason why that might be so important, I think, when you're trying to develop intuition is also because you might recognize any ill feelings that you have anywhere. Things that are going on, hangups inside the body that you may want to look at. Because the body tries to speak to us in so many different ways. Those are several ways to meditate. And the other way I like to meditate is to take a walk in nature. To just go for a walk and let my mind wander. Or sit in my front yard patio where I enjoy the view and it's beautiful and just let my mind go. Actually not control it at all. Before you do that practice though, you need to dump everything out of your brain though, because you don't want your to-do list running through there. That's not what the purpose of it is. So make sure that you Get everything out of your mind, your brain, like I said in episode three, I believe, that your brain is not meant to be your bookkeeper, your timekeeper, your to-do list, your schedule, your file cabinet. It's not meant to do that. It's meant to be present. So in all of these practices, you should really make sure your mind is clear. But in this specific one where you're going to just let your mind wander and almost have a break of all the thinking and all that stuff, write it all out, dump it out. Even if you're having upset feelings about something, you're worried or you're stressed, whatever, just get it all out. So it would be good to journal before this meditation and then just let your mind go. Oh, it's so freeing and feels so good. Now, once you've really found a version or multiple versions of meditation that works for you, now you can start following your hunches, following those guesses. But I will tell you that those hunches and those guesses, that intuition is quiet. That's why you need to learn to quiet the mind. It will give you answers in so many ways. You might get a funny gut feeling. You might get the chills. You might see something. You might hear something. Somebody says something and boom, it, that triggers something in you. But at any rate, it's usually quiet. And when it comes, and the moment you recognize what that is, the brain will just start to take over and throw out so much data and overthinking that you forget what those first hunches were, what those first thoughts were. That's why it's so important that when you get that hunch, when you get that intuitive hit, you act on it immediately. If you remember in episode 10, when I talked about how the heart knows the way, how you need to follow those hunches or the, that intuitive hit that the heart gives you. And I talked to you about how to use the set and reset tool that will help you to do that and how I used that with my son and the impact it made by not listening to all the data of my brain and getting back to that original intuitive thought. And I followed it immediately. Boy, it not only helped in that moment, but it also was the answer to a lot of what else was going on between me and my brand new 13-year-old teenager. (laughs) So check that episode out if you want to learn the set and reset tool. It is so powerful about getting back to what that hunch, what that intuitive thought originally was, getting yourself back there. And the third step would be to recognize those past decisions. When did you follow that hunch and it worked out? And when did you not and it didn't work out? Some people will say, well, how do I know that's actually my intuition talking to me? I don't know. How do you How do you tell? Well, test it. The best way to tell is to check it out. You get an intuitive hit on something and you think it might be that intuitive hit. You go for it. And you find out, did that work out or not? And some people actually keep a journal around this. When they get these intuitive thoughts and these ideas or these hunches, so to speak, they actually write them down and then check it later and see how many of them were right. I think that's an interesting practice. Follow those hunches. Follow those gut feelings. As long as they're truly the original first thinking. I think that that's one of the ways I would use that journal is if I recognize that sometimes I followed it, what I thought was it, and it did not turn out the way I wanted, or it wasn't a good outcome, you might go back and ask yourself, but was that the first hit I got? Was that the first thing I was told to do? And I'm going to bet that it wasn't. I'm going to bet that you knew not to do that. But the mind gave you so much data and so much good reasoning that you second guessed and went that way instead, followed your mind, your thinking instead, instead of following the heart, that part of you that already knows what's yours to do. But at any rate, if it helps you to recognize what that intuitive thought sounds like or feels like or even looks like for those of you who are visual, some of you get these visual cues. Develop it so that you can then be following it. You'll hear people saying, ah, she just, she's lucky. She always makes lucky guesses. You know, you'll hear them thinking that you're just lucky, but actually you've learned to follow your own inner guidance that you were born with. We all have it. Just today in the world and the way we run our lives, so busy, we never stop. We never stop to get into the present moment to ask ourselves, if this were the case, what would I do next? That's the set and reset tool I was telling you about. So I encourage you in developing this, go back, listen to episode 10, really get in tune with that part of yourself that does try to guide you and then meditate, allow it to come through, allow yourself to even hear it, (laughs) allow yourself to kind of control the mind so it gets out of the way a little bit, you know, record the decisions and the hunches and the intuitive Thoughts that you have so you can kind of see how you're doing, how that's growing and where you can alter, make changes there. And remember that on the Decide Already group for women, I'm going to add some of these links, but they'll also be on the website, which is at www.decidealreadypodcast.com. You can get all of that and you can share, download and subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss another episode. I would love to have that support and I would love for the sharing out into your network would be so exciting for me to see my work out there. And of course, if you are already in the group, give me some feedback when you see the posts there. I'm having a good time putting something every day onto the feed, but I love the interaction. I am a life coach and I love that interaction back and forth between me and other women. So if you have a thought about something I've said, or you have a question, I would love that engagement on the group. Feel free. No, it's a safe place to do that, and I invite you to help me make that community more interactive. Well, that's it for this luck series. I had a good time doing that, and I hope you feel lucky having listened to the series. And I know I feel lucky because you have made me a part of your day again. And I am really looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on the Decide Already Podcast. If you like what you heard, visit my website at www.decidealreadypodcast.com, where you can subscribe and download the show so you'll never miss an episode. I invite you to join the Decide Already Group for Women on Facebook or LinkedIn to stay connected with me and have access to all the units and postings that go along with my episodes. Be sure to share this podcast with the other women in your life as well. I'm Michelle Davis. Thanks for listening. Until the next episode, I'm sending out a whole bunch of love. Take care, stay safe, and God bless.